Welcome to Red Zone DFS Week 15 to the three gamer banger. Guys, we got Thanksgiving all over again. We got a 10 a.m., a 1.30, and a 5.15 game. I'm ready to just do Thanksgiving all over again. Um, line up the food, line up the taters, the and taters. let's watch some football all day. Taters. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, going up to my parents' house tomorrow, decorating Christmas cookies, games on. It's just going to be, I mean, what more could we ask for? I, yeah, I mean, the fact that Christmas time is about a billion times better than Thanksgiving, it's just, it makes it all that much better. Yep, exactly. Got my little man, he's teething, so I got out of another birthday party for uh, my younger, or my older <laughs> daughter, so I'll be uh, tuning in for about two straight days of football, so I cannot wait. Hell yes. <laughs> Amen. All right, let's guys. Well, we got three games. Let's uh, let's rock this thing. This should be a short, quick pod, um, unless we really get off the rails, which is definitely possible. So it is possible. Let's start with quarterbacks, guys. And uh, you know, we can go through every guy here if we want to, or we can just go like every one of us picks our favorite and state our case. Let's just do that. Let's just pick your favorite and then state your case. Love it, Vinny. Pick your favorite. State your case. All right, I'm going to go off the board here a little bit. I'm not going to start with Mr. Allen. Um, I am going to be playing Mr. Non-Convicted Felon, Deshaun Watson, uh, on Saturday. I will not be going to the Tyler Huntley play again, but uh, for obvious reasons, uh, one boot owed in the queue. But no, uh, I, I think this is a good spot. I mean, I just like the fact that they've obviously changed their philosophy with Watson. Like, through 42 times last week. Um, I could see that they just feel that that's their path of winning. Uh, and I just like this matchup. Like I know Baltimore's defense has been playing better, but you have clear pairing options with him. Um, yeah, uh, they're at home. I, I think Cleveland, you know, could kind of take it to Baltimore here. So I like Watson he had a good, uh, fantasy week last week, even though he looked dreadful, as long as he keeps improving, uh, we should see a pretty good game out of him here. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. I'm not going with Deshaun Watson this week. Uh, multiple reasons. One of them being the big elephant in the room. The other one being Baltimore's defense is uh, literally winning them games. It's the Baltimore's defense and mm-hmm. Justin Tucker is winning them football games. So, Justin Tucker. I don't know. Baltimore's defense just scares me a little bit right now. They're they're getting hot. Their linebackers are fucking studs. Their D-line are studs. Their whole front seven. So, I think Deshaun Watson is about to be under a lot of pressure. Um, I'd rather save the $300 and go with our boy Kirk Cousins. 10 a.m. game. Um, I mean, this is just this is just prime Kirk Cousins territory going against a bad, bad Indianapolis Colts team. I can see Cousins getting the most points on the entire slate here, especially with one of those bad weather games on the other side. Uh, I'm going to make it pretty easy. I'm with Joey. Kirk Cousins is my guy. Uh, He's at home. He's inside. He's playing a team that it's absolutely terrible and is fielding players on sun on well in this case on Saturday uh, that probably shouldn't be suiting up for an NFL team. Um, and Jeff would, Saturday is coaching on a Saturday. Don't let that fool you. It's a, it's oh, a clown show. Saturday, Saturday, <laughs> double negative, <laughs> double negative. Axe it out, cross them off. Double um, negative. I mean, look, I I was just I was just in Buffalo for for work and they literally have fucking like big like those like construction marquee signs all over the place saying lake effect winter storm warning (laughs) friday p.m through monday a.m change travel plans if possible so they're gonna play this game um 
but it could get really, really spicy. Um, I mean, yeah, I think and it's, that, at, it's the night game. It's at 815 at night on the East Coast. It's going to be freezing. I mean, and I was I was just talking to Sarah, my wife, Sarah, about this, that like it's like a different kind of cold. Uh, I, I mean, in the mornings here where I live, it's like in the it's like ten or eleven sometimes, and it doesn't feel all cold because it's so dry, dude. Back there, it was like thirty three, and it felt like way colder <laughs> than here too. So, <laughs> you know, those little Miami boys, no Jeff Wilson, they have zero I, running game, uh, zero. Just, you know, the glass man Mostert. I mean, I don't. I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah, I mean, I, I will be playing some of Josh Allen, but I'm on board with Joey that Kirk is where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really excited to watch Tua throw the ball in that weather and just see the ball get knocked straight to the ground on it's like a gonna, drag route. I don't think it's going to be great. Uh, one selling point, the reason why I like Watson a little bit more is the ownership is looking just dramatically shifting to Kirk Cousins and rightfully so, right? Like he's in a, he's for all the reasons you guys just talked about, but if I can get Watson at 6% with some cheap weapons and throw Jefferson into that stack, like I feel like I can get a lot of that off of Kirk Cousins, right? So yeah, yeah I, I think a three game slate, you got to get a little bit different, right? That's just kind of my, uh, how I'm going to approach this one. Yeah. And just to get a little weird, I actually will be playing a little tired of Huntley. Um, he said that he didn't even have a concussion last week. They just pulled out for potential. No so, boot bet. That was dude, that, I was so mad because it's not like Sam <laughs> dude, and he didn't even have a concussion. They put him in the protocol and they're like, we're just gonna keep you out for safety. And he never actually had a concussion. God, that makes me even more angry. If oh, you're looking should. for if you're looking for a dart throw, I prefer Matt Ryan. Oh, I would too over Tyler Huntley. Okay. And I'll play Matt Ryan over Tua. I just like that Huntley had 10 carries before he got knocked out of that game, and it was like the first quarter. Yeah. There's a you problem. Know, he's running the ball. He he might get that rushing there's touchdown. A that, that's the only reason why. He he just fucking sucks. That's oh, the yeah. problem. All right. Come on. Um, but that pretty, yeah, that pretty much does it for quarterback. I'm with you guys. Cool. I'll have a little Allen, a little cousins, but with Watson for me. So, all right, running all right we're gonna go to running backs. Um, pick your top running back. We'll go two each year, most likely. So, Jimmy, let's start you off. Who is your favorite running back on the slate here? I have no idea why Devin Singletary, <laughs> in the weather that we are talking about, with the abomination that is the Miami defense, averaging. Averaging giving up 33 34 points a game on the road, how he on this small of a slate is only 19% owned. Mm-hmm. It is wild to me. I mean, yep. people are going to Raheem Mostert over that. Like, I, I don't know. So, for me, yeah. my two absolute favorites are going to be Singletary, and then it's actually not like that popular of a guy. Singletary and Dobbins are going to be my two yeah. favorite running backs this week. Guys, okay. who are you going to? I, I love Jonathan Taylor this week. He's fully healthy. Minnesota Vikings, right? They're great in the red zone, but they can't stop teams from getting yards. I can see Jonathan Taylor easily getting a 150-yard game, hopefully squeezing a touchdown or two. 7,200 is the cheapest he's been ever since he's like been in the league. Um, yeah. He probably started at 7,200 in his week one as Very a rookie. Cheap. Very so he's a, he's just too cheap to ignore. Minnesota just gives up yards. Yeah. I can see Taylor having a great game. So Taylor's my absolute favorite, and I would back you on Singletary, Jim. All right, Vinny. Yeah, I'm uh, right now for my lineups. I'm about 
50% Dobbins, Singletary, uh, and Dalvin Cook. Uh, Taylor is going to be the one that I kind of fade off a little bit. I'll still have splashes, but I'm with you. I, I think it's a good good spot, Joe. Um, I just am going to buy into the fact that Indy, Indy blows, and uh, at his ownership at 60 70%, you know, I'm just hoping that, you know, maybe I get a little bit lucky and he 15, 16 points, and it doesn't, like, just destroy me, right? Yeah, so. I just, you know, against – he's his – Jonathan Taylor's last three opponents have been Dallas, Pittsburgh, and Philly. They have pretty good defenses all the way around, and he's mm-hmm. got 18, 18, and 14 points. Yeah. Um, so he's his floor is really high for 7,200. He's getting the touches. Now he gets to advance the Vikings defense. That just yeah. gives up yards. So I can see Jonathan Taylor really putting up a game here. Yep, and I think that's fair. I, my pivot off is just going to be to cook for a little bit less ownership, mm-hmm. but same kind of theory, you know, uh, there. So. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not going to be playing too much Nick Chubb. I know we've been on him, but just this team and this offense looks way different with, with Deshaun Watson in the mix, and I'm just going to play the passing side. So that's just my my opinion here. And zero Miami Dolphins running backs. So Yeah, the whole Miami – the Miami is just going to be hard to play. I mean, right? Raheem like, Mostert at 30% ownership is like the easiest fate of my life. 100%. I mean, it's just like <laughs> – like he like look, he might have a good game. And if he does, like that's fine. If Raheem Mostert beats me in like cold, bad weather, then that's so what happens. It. But yeah. look, the one thing a really, really arthritic knee can't handle is sub temperatures. Yeah. And Raheem Mostert's knee just might not be working all that well on Saturday. So yeah. I'm I'm fading mustard. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm with you. Okay. That's it. Let's move on to receivers. Let's do it. Um, we got our obvious guys at the top. I mean, you want to try to get in as many of these Jefferson Hill Diggs guys as possible. I mean, I think Tyree Kill still has himself a decent game, but not, you know, he's not getting 36 points, right? You need 36 points from all these guys at the top to really be able to get 4X. And Tyree Kill's not doing it this week with uh, with Tua throwing him the ball. I really like Diggs this week. You know, Josh Allen's going to pepper him no matter what. Jefferson's going to get his yeah. targets in the dome. I mean, Jefferson's got the most everything. He's the best receiver up to this point in his career, and he's just going to keep piling it on. So Jefferson's my number one guy. Um, I'm avoiding Hill and Waddle. Um, but, yeah, let's go below Waddle, and let's talk about the more interesting guys here down in the low, 6K, 5K range. Well, I'm sure Jim's got a guy he plays every week that he's going to talk about, so I'll let you take that. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I'll just keep playing Amari Cooper and, and you know, on a three-game slate, a guy that gets that kind of volume is only going to be – you know, 18 to 22% owned, like, okay, yeah. that's fine. I'll take that and just kind of move on, right? Um, played a little bit more people's Jones last week just because of, you know, the Mari hip thing, which ended up working out. Uh, I think Watson's, you know, he hasn't played in years, literal years, <laughs> and he's just kind of getting back into it. I think it's going to be a good spot. I don't, to your point, Joey, I think that Baltimore does a really good job um, bracketing over the top. So I don't think that there's going to be a lot of like deep passing in this game. I think it's going to be a lot of underneath stuff to Cooper um, or in Joku, whatever kind of flavor you like there. So Mari Cooper might be my highest own wide receiver. Um, if I'm going up top, I am going to go to Tyree Kill. Just because in a game like this, they are going to try and get him the ball in short area and then just kind of let him run around with it. Um, those are the throws that Tua can make. 
in bad weather like this and, you know, at literally half the ownership of Justin Jefferson, uh, it's worth a gamble on a short slate. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. can't wait to see Tyreek Hill rocking like a full hoodie. <laughs> Underneath yeah, his like, uniform, because uh, you like, know he's going like, to. Uh, like, uh, uh, what's it, cool runnings when they come out of the airport mm-hmm. for the first time? Yes. Again. The good thing about Tyreek, though. <laughs> that's what, I, that's unlike, what I'm envisioning. The good thing about Tyreek, unlike the other guys, which I think does matter, is he just, I mean, he played in Kansas City the first half of his career, you know? So, exactly. like, he's played in cold weather. Like, he's not, mm-hmm. he knows yes. what he's doing. He knows how to handle it. Like, Dale, I think Waddle is your fave, you know? Um, yeah. But I yeah I'm with you guys up top. I like DPJ and Cooper as well. Um, I really like I really like Peoples Jones. I feel like he's really coming on as a receiver. He's I think a he's receiver. A pretty good player. College. Yeah. I mean, when I saw him return that punt return, what two weeks ago? Um, it's like yeah, this guy is a freak, he and play. he's actually starting to turn into an yeah, NFL player. player. Yep. Yeah, you know, um, he's always been a freak, but now he's turning into an NFL receiver, and sure. um, he's got that big playability that we look for, and these especially in these small slates, a guy that might get you those two big touchdowns. Totally. Um, my highest owned guy of the weekend is or on Saturday is going to be Gabe Davis, though. Um, he's just too cheap. I know we're waiting on it. He disappoints more than he hits, but he just has that ability to absolutely just just take the top off and destroy this slate. Um, so I'm going to be playing quite a bit of him. Um, and then kind of my dart throw that I'm going to take some shots on to get off of this Michael Pittman chalk. Is I'm going to be playing quite a bit of Alec Pierce. Oh, me too. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Back I mean, I, um, I mean, it, with Matt Ryan in there, uh, he's a guy that throws the ball to Pierce actually, and he's I think he's the only guy sub four thousand that has legitimate twenty point upside. I think uh, so. Everybody else down there is just you know some of these guys just pretty know, ugly. J- Jay, I, I, I mean, Jalen Darden. I guess he got cut by the Bucks because he, he, he got drafted by the Bucks. Um, so I don't know what he did. Maybe he was, uh, maybe took Giselle out to some sushi or something. I, I don't know. But I mean, you know, those are the kind of names that are down here. Trent Sherfield. Yeah, it's pretty you know, ugly. Really, you're gonna play Trent Sherfield and hope for a 175 yard touchdown again? Like, if you're gonna do yeah. that, you may as well just play like Deshaun Jackson, like, and just 100%. save even more money, you know. But yeah, I, I like Alec Pierce quite a bit. Um, hopefully, it plays into what you guys are talking about the Vikings stack, right? Like, if they kind yep. of start lighting it up, Andy's playing from behind, that eliminates the Jonathan Taylor chalk, like, you know, and they're throwing, hopefully. So, that's just kind of my game theory on it. And We'll see what happens with that. All right. So, anyway, Joe, anybody um, else down there? Any no, shit it's, stabbers? It's all rat poison. It's all rat poison. Okay. Not doing it. We moving on to tight ends. All right. Moving on to moving on to tight end. So we've all got right. my favorite tight very, end of the week. Very... Nope. Yep. Go ahead. <laughs> I said very very soft <laughs> pricing for tight ends. I felt like. Yes. Well, Andrews yeah. is down like $1,000, but my favorite of the week is TJ Hawkinson. He's getting the targets. He's just not getting the touchdowns right now. Yeah. Um, so he's getting the ball, and he's due. He's due for a two-touchdown game, possibly. This is where you can get weird, and you put Hawkinson in your lineup with Kirk, Faye mm-hmm. Jefferson, possibly, and just get weird with it. And then hopefully Hawkinson – I know. But then Hawkinson is the one getting the touchdowns and not Jefferson. That's what you kind of have to hope for because Thielen's definitely not doing it. 
Well, that's Josh Osborne's I, not doing it. It is between I, those two. It's Hawkinson and Jefferson. That's I like your thought process. I think you pair Hawkinson with Jefferson and just no, I and, agree. And then eliminate I'm saying like Thielen. just if you want to get if you want to get a little bit weird and yeah. go off of Jefferson and go somewhere else and save some cash, then you sure. just go Hawkinson and hopefully he's the one that gets all the touchdowns. Is is it a is it a Dawson Knox week? It could be. Very is much it? could be. Because um, so he, he scored a touchdown last week. Starting to get some more targets here in a game where, you know, if the weather's not going to be, like, great, I just checked the weather. It's actually not going to be as bad as the, it was initially first predicted. Um, they're only expecting about six inches of snow in the next 24 hours. So from, you know, now from midnight to midnight, really East Coast time, six inches is not a lot. So, I mean, I don't know. I think That's what she said. I think, yeah, well... You know, or she might have just said six inches is just enough. Um, (laughs) And it might be just enough to get away with a lot of these bills passing options. Right. I think Dawson Mm -hmm. Knox is a good opportunity. I'm with you, Joe. I love TJ Hawkinson, but at 50 percent ownership, I'm going to have to look at somebody else for or I think that if you're not going to play big stacks of Hawkinson, you literally just have to play him in every single lineup. No, yeah, exactly. And then I, I just think with Knox, the reason he's getting more targets is this is the same reason they signed Cole Beasley and John Brown to their team. I mean, yeah. McKenzie is electric, but he's very unreliable. And I think Josh yeah. Allen's realizing that really quick. Like, I'm not throwing this guy on third down. Like, I'd rather throw it to Knox. He's got a lot of drops. at least drops. catch the fucking ball. Yeah, he's got a lot of um, drops. And Gabe Davis hasn't been that dependable, right? He hasn't really been as big in the offense as he has the last couple of years. So Dawson Knox is becoming more of a focal point and more of a trust thing for Josh Allen. Especially on like third downs or goal line, he's going to Knox. You know, he's at least going to catch yeah. the damn ball. Yeah, I mean, I think it's Knox. I think Joku's definitely interesting. Um, I've got zero interest in Gasecki or Vinny's buddy Kyle Granson. Um, <laughs> I or you know Jelani Woods. I mean, it's pretty ugly here on this little three. I mean, tight end this year has always been, has just been ugly normally so that's why i think you see everybody basically just gravitating to hawkinson yeah i really miss um, uh mo alley cox oh like, no, i know I he's still playing but like don't he's do not. that i hate that guy <laughs> um no i do i i think that joku was probably the best on the slate like dude the guy's seeing seven eight that ten targets a game like yeah for whatever reason he he wants to have a good rapport yeah, and he's catching touchdowns. He's obviously the red zone guy. He's got no injury designation going into tomorrow. Like, I, I have him in probably half my lineups, and then I'm going to spread out the rest. So okay. I, I think it's also kind of a sneaky, like, two tight end. You know, you can do that to get a little bit different this week. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a lineup right now with Hawkinson Knox. I have a mm. um, – you can get a little bit weird there if you want to. So Okay. Just I, don't know if I, I don't know if I love that. Well, I kind of like way, it there's a, there's because a way, there's not many – Pay down options at receiver that we like. Yeah, but there's a if you go double tight end, I have a lineup right now with both Jefferson and Diggs with Singletary and Dobbins. Like that looks pretty coach. Not so, bad. Can get weird, but that's all I got. Um, I mean, right, defense, I'm just kind of throwing, throwing some guys. darts, but Bills for me, and then the rest is whatever. Yeah, the Bills are just mispriced against Miami. A team who I'm anticipating going to have to throw the ball quite a quite a bit. The Bills are now getting pretty good pressure. Um, 
Well, dude, I mean, on a main slate, we've seen the Bills at like 3,800, 3,900. Right? Yeah, why, <laughs> why are they 2,700 all of a sudden? I mean, yeah, I, it would be different maybe if Miami's last few games, Miami was putting up, you know, 30 to 40 points a game, but they've been doing anything but. You're right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know the Bills are going to be the highest owned, but at 2,700, like, that's just fine. I'll just play the Bills. Yeah, Agreed. as much as I can. So, I'm, I agree. Agreed. All right, well, that does it for the. Uh, All right, guys, that that's it for the three bold, games. Bold, 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 bold call, bold call for the th- three bold games. Bold call slate? for the slate. Bold uh, call. You, yeah, ahead. I think Jonathan Taylor breaks the slate and he goes thirty plus. Hmm, okay, Jim. Hmm. What's a what's a good what's a what's a good one that's like non traditional? I'll say that uh, last week that Trent Sherfield was the uh, one play low owned big hitter. I'll say this week it's going to be KJ Osborne at thirty seven hundred, who's going to have Ooh. over seventy five yards and a TD. Not bad. And I will go two tugs for David and Joku. Two touchdowns whoa, whoa, for Njoku. Yep. All right. Heard it here. Well, good luck right. on Saturday, guys. Um, Have fun with uh, Thanksgiving 2.0. And uh, good luck. 2.0. Make sure you guys send us our results on Twitter. Red Zone DFS, JJ McIntosh, Vinny Levine 29, DFS, Joey Levine, Manscaped Zone 20, Zone 20, and Zone 20. Holidays are right around the corner. They can do quick, easy shipping. And we will see you in just a few moments on the other stream that's coming live here on the main slate. Stiff main stiff. slate Sunday coming up. Later, guys. Peace.